Great. Hello. Welcome to Work Our Way. I'm Pat. And I'm Allie. We got a, about two weeks of a, of a show. I <laughs> so know. It feels like... For, thank you for waiting. Nobody has complained that the episode is late. So I appreciate all eight of our listeners being very patient. Right. And I, I do feel like we've lived like three lifetimes in the span of those two weeks. So we're just going to get right into it. First, let's maybe talk about where we are. Oh, uh, I don't know what the name of this place is. It's Huerve El Agua. I thought it was Ojo, Oja de Agua. No, there's a bunch of signs that say Huerve, and I actually don't know what Huerve means. Uh, I thought it was like Hielo, which is ice, because mm. there's a petrified waterfall. You can actually see it if you like zoom in super far in this frame. It's way over there. It's right behind us, and there's like sulfur baths. And beautiful mountains. Is it sulfur? It doesn't smell like sulfur at all. Uh, like salt, though. Okay, Whatever so the you mineral. don't know that it's sulfur? I don't know that it's sulfur. Okay, it's not sulfur. It's not. What's the one? It's like the mineral baths. Yeah, it's definitely calcified salt or calcified something. And because it's calcified, tells me, leads me to believe so. <laughs> but I don't know either. What's sulfur? Sulfur, sulfur kills stinks. you, right? You know, st- sulfur, you know, because it smells like rotten eggs. Oh. I bet it's, I bet it's poisonous, though. Okay. Sulfuric acid. All right. That's fair. Scientists, write in. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. We still don't have uh, the best signal, so it's tough to Google in real time. Yeah. So oh, we're just yeah. going to throw out facts as as we think they're true. Yeah. Or as we think that they're not. It's yeah. not sulfur. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's nice. It's, uh, we left We left the beach. It was. It literally was too hot. It was just too hot to do podcasts. It was too hot to, it was too hot to be outside. Yeah, too hot to sleep. Um, we lost a lot of sleep. It was a gorgeous place to be, yeah. but too too hot. <laughs> too hot. Like a hundred degrees. Yep. We uh we got to the first campsite, and the guy Franz, Franz, he's a Dutch guy, Dutch by way of Africa, used to own a sweatshop in India. Yeah. So the evil Yikes. Dutch, <laughs> the, the evil, the evil Dutch. That's who we uh that's who we camped with first, and then a buddy of ours came through pissed off the dutchman and he he freaked out he pissed him off by uh not choosing the dutch guy's uh sport fishing trip the guy wasn't there so so we coordinated a sport fishing trip with uh, a separate local mexican fella named alejandro alejandro roberto so i thought that it was actually the same guy Alejandro, but he quoted us for 50% the price that uh, Franz was going to quote us at because he offers trips at like 2,000 pesos, which is like 100 bucks. Nice. And the guy gave it to us for 50 bucks to go around Franz. And Franz, Franz found out, was like, you're taking my business, you're undercutting me. If you continue with this trip, you are leaving. You're in the leaving morning. first thing in the morning. He said to our buddies, and and I mean he he didn't take that too kindly. He was just like, "What the hell, man? I didn't do it. Like I got set up here for this thing. You weren't around. What the fuck is your problem? Don't talk to me like this, kind of thing. I'm your guest." Mm-hmm. And Franz was like, "Oh, oh, 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 you're going to be like that. You can leave right now." And so he had to leave right then and there. <laughs> in yeah. solidarity, we I mean, we went on this fishing trip, too. I don't know why we didn't catch any of the blast from Franz. He liked us. He I did. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Uh, but we just left them the following morning, first thing. Here's the thing about Franz. 
Uh, first night we were there, he told us about all the words he wished he could still say. Yeah, use your imagination. I don't, uh, yeah, I, don't <laughs> don't write them in the comments. <laughs> Do not write the words you think that they are in the yeah, comments. Yeah, he was trying to justify it. He's like, well, we have this pastry, and we've always been able this to call it this. chocolate pastry that we could call what, you know. And we're like, Franz, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> he kept Stop saying, saying that. For real. He also kept referring to himself as a slave master. Yeah, but one that? of the good ones. Yeah. yeah. When he was describing his time as a, a sweatshop owner. Which doesn't India. make, that's not, that's impossible. There's no such thing as a good slave owner. Yeah. Yeah, so, so real, real tough bag to deal with with Franz. I was yeah. going to say mixed bag, but... It's a, it was a pretty pretty negative bag, but he I mean he was still oddly nice to us just despite us doing literally all the things that he said makes him mad. Oh, and then we went to another campsite right up the road. Some genuinely nice Canadian people mm-hmm. um, who we actually met at a camp in Oaxaca that we stayed at. They they came through for Day of the Dead around the same time that we were there. So we like in passing met them. They said, "Hey, we have this amazing campground. It's on the beach, Bahia San Agustin. You should come." And we're like, "Oh, okay. We'll maybe head that way." So we remembered as Chris was actively getting kicked out of the first camp that there was another camp just five minutes down the road. So we ended up going there right after. Yeah, luckily Pepper burned that bridge pretty thoroughly for us. Yeah. Uh, Pepper uncharacteristically murdered four chickens of theirs. <laughs> But so, not all at once, no, which was two, the worst. Two part. separate trips, one one on one trip, three on the other. So it got exponentially worse. Yeah, I don't know if I can describe the feeling of waking up at seven in the morning, having a cup of coffee, maybe talking about doing a pod, talking about doing anything fun. Yeah. And then you just hear Pepper no Pepper Stop no, Pepper Wailing. Oh my god. I sprinted through the thorny their thorny little forest that they had. To find Pepper, feathers and face, <laughs> chicken on the ground. I mean, I Dead. my heart sound, sunk. And then we brought him back, kept a close eye on him, and then Al gave me a cup of coffee, and I just settled down to take my first sip. Lost track of Pepper. Heard the same scream. <laughs> at As this point, yeah, at this point, nightmare. I didn't have to wonder what it was. I was like, oh boy, I bet Pepper's back in that chicken coop. And he was. Lo and behold... Yeah. Three was... dead chickens on the ground. One pretty pissed off camp owner. Yeah. John was, he stayed pretty mad. And I don't, you know, honestly, I don't blame him. I, I'd have been fucking furious. It too. was like half of their total chickens. I would be mad too. Yeah. They were about to lay eggs. They were so excited. Yeah, they just started laying eggs. We got the full, yeah, but they got, uh, here's the thing. Four dead chickens are bad. They did get the chickens for free. The, the coop was not secured, so even Pepper, who's no velociraptor, he doesn't know how to open doors, you know, mm-hmm. was able to just get in, and then he uh, he ate, or he munched on those chickens, and then, you know, you can't let the chickens go to waste, so I spent all afternoon, or all morning, in the hot fucking sun, plucking and gutting chickens. <laughs> Yeah, Just yeah. Feathering and and gutting these chickens, and then I helped marinate the chickens, which is still uncomfortable. I don't like touching raw meat, and you have to get under the skin. You have to get in the booty hole. Throw everything in there. Yeah, it's unpleasant to say the least. 
yeah, it was unpleasant for everybody. It was a tough feeling for us. I'm sure it didn't feel great for t- if you owned the chickens. <laughs> but it was a pretty big bummer for them. Yeah, we had to get out of there. That yeah, was... so we left the next day. Ugh. Big time apologies. Tried to pay them off for the chickens. But, I mean, they were honestly... The woman was far nicer than the dude about it. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. They were both very understanding. Handled it with absolute grace. Uh, but yeah, we were pretty embarrassed. Pretty mortified. Well, I, I just... Oh, man. To, to just go through something like that, like the first chicken was traumatizing enough. You know, we were just like shooketh with what had just happened. So for the exact same thing to happen a second time, but have three times as many dead chickens... Yeah. Is a feeling I'll never forget. <laughs> it was carnage. <laughs> it was absolute carnage. Oh, and I'm just going to remember that whale. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Boy. But yeah, this is, we haven't done one. We haven't done one of these pods since uh, Day of the Dead. No, we haven't done one Speaking since Teo Teo Waka. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That was a long time ago. It was a long time. I honestly forgot that it had happened. Friends, that that I guess that was pretty formative. Honestly, whole nine yards, under-celebrated movie. I will say that was really good. Yeah. Almost Heroes. I was disappointed in that one. But I was only like 10 when I saw it, so maybe 12. I'll give that another go. Okay. Chris Farley, Matthew Perry. I probably won't watch it at Both all. Both of them are dead. I'd watch it to see who else is dead from that movie. See if it's a curse. <laughs> Everyone from that movie just dies. Yeah. Sooner well, that happens. Or later. That always yeah, happens. Yeah. Eventually, every movie is that. Yep. Soon, Facebook is going to be that. Just a bunch of just a graveyard. Just a graveyard of dead people, boomers and bots. <laughs> it's already boomers and bots. it's already boomers and bots. It'll but be dead it'll boomers be... and inactive bots. Yeah. Oh, here comes somebody. Oh, yeah. I don't know for sure if we're actually supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, oh, this guy That's all right. Is... I think he's just a looky-loo. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, we haven't done one of these since Teo Teo Walken. Hey, Pep, stay. Yeah. Which was a... literally two weeks ago, Mexico City. Uh, that was where the pyramids were, hot air balloons, if you don't remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. And yeah, we haven't even talked about Oaxaca. Oaxaca was cool. Oaxaca was really cool. Yeah, um, it was chill. We were in a campground called uh, El Ranchero, and it was full of Germans. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where all Germans, Germans by way go. of Argentina. Oh, so bad Germans. The evil Germans. Yeah. Oh, man. Evil Dutch, <laughs> evil Germans. Evil Dutch, evil Germans. Where are the good guys? I don't know. It's probably not us. <laughs> probably <laughs> not in Mexico. The dead chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was beautiful. It was like this, uh, you know, secure space really like a lot of green for pepper to run around there were other dogs yeah people other were dogs other nice. kids yeah people stay there for like months at a time that's crazy that's yeah, a whole lifestyle it is there are families there that were working remotely that you know use that as a base of operations and then just like leave travel go to guatemala go to down to belize it's i mean it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is very cost effective because you're spending like 15 bucks for like a campground like that every day. And you usually make your own food. You do potlucks like you travel, but you don't break the bank. So people, yeah, they're still working remotely on like 
the British Columbia, U.S. and European dollar. Yeah, they're probably making so much money. The old European dollar. Well, all of the currencies. Yeah, all of the currencies. So yeah. they're making good money and uh, and not spending anything. Yeah. But it's fun to to hear like why people have moved. Oh, we got a bunch of people coming. Oh boy. Yeah, it's fun to listen to like why people moved. Their kids were telling us it all was like COVID related. Mm-hmm. That they couldn't go to school anymore, and you could tell what their parents felt just based off of uh, off of what their kids were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what their political opinions were. Yeah, oh, they're coming right for us. Like they we're not are, doing anything. Yeah. Well, we've got a live show yeah. now. Feel um, free to walk around, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go away. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, it was just one of those things where a lot of people in a small space. So. A lot of fun drama also, which I really appreciate. What was the drama? Remember there was like some guy, there was a group chat. There was like a WhatsApp group chat that you could have joined. And if you joined it, then like you got to just ask questions. Where's the laundry? What are people doing today? Like, what's the latest on this? And some guy posted, he like emptied the fridge. Like everyone's stuff was just laid out on a table. And he's like, hey guys. I clean this fridge all the time. Like every two days I clean it and every two days it's dirty. You guys need to get your shit together and help or whatever. It was just like a really passive aggressive, like college roommate esque kind of message. Yeah. And some guy just fired back and was like, you know what, dude, we're all sick of your shit. Sick of you complaining. (laughs) You complain about kids. You complain about dogs. You complain about the fridge. Like you better fucking watch yourself man you're yeah, gonna you got piss problems, off come, you know where i'm at <laughs> dodge ram end at the camp <laughs> yeah, exactly um and then the guy responded like all like oh you know i'm just trying to be a good guy and look up after the camp and like took a selfie of everyone at the kitchen he's like you know just another passive aggressive response and then the and then the very next thing was that he just got removed by that guy <laughs> you've been eliminated from the camp chat <laughs> yeah so you got like a nice little front seat of all of that which is pretty nice yeah but great spot it was just side of a place called Tule. Did anything cool happen in Tule? Not really. It's a, I mean, it's a small town. They had like a, a roving marching band during Day of the Dead that would just go around and and play. they had fireworks. Yeah, honestly, that never gets old. It does. It, <laughs> no. no, I don't know where you're from. It gets old the first when round. It's, when it's live, it kind of doesn't get old. I, I disagree. Really, I really enjoyed it. I think we come from two vastly different schools of thought there. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, that's all that Thule had to offer. They have, like, a nice little food market and, like, a church. And they have this big tree that everyone gets super oh, jazzed about. big tree was cool. Yeah, it's, it's just a big tree. Who knows how it got there? Probably grew. Yeah, it grew out there. <laughs> it grew big, and that's interesting. Yeah. And people go, whoa, that's a tree, and it's big. And it's crazy that it grew like that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's it. Uh, um, but Oaxaca was very, very cool. We went oh, for yeah. the f- first night. We went to uh, Hoho Catalan. Uh huh. Spelled with X's. You put them where you want. <laughs> <laughs> the X is the J sound, but the, which oh, is also the Y sound and the H sound. Four four letters that make the same. <laughs> <sighs> It's crazy. Yeah. Get it together, guys. Anyway, 
Oh, we got a stray, just some live pod right now. Pepper and the stray. You can see it. You know what's happening. Oh, can they say They're it? saying hi. Yeah, yeah totally. Back. There you go, bud. It's all right. It's okay. We should have just kind of tied you up so we didn't have to deal with all this, but... Yeah, all good. Um, yeah, Pepper's been having an interesting run-in with things attacking him. I think we talked about this last time. We were up to mole, raccoon, dog. Yeah. Cat. He got swiped by the cat at El Ranchero. You got to assume that the chickens kind of fought back. I think they did. They had to have. Wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, I would have tried, but it didn't look like it worked. So maybe a chicken. Mm-hmm. But really, I think he was the aggressor on that one. And he took out all of those attacks on those chickens. I, he sure did. That was that was tough. You could taste the fear in the meat oh, later yeah. that day. Yeah, we did eat those chickens later that night. We did. Honestly, I mean, I couldn't... Oh, my God. Chris just kept asking. He's like, what kind of chicken do you want? Like, what you? What kind of sauce on the chicken? What, what this? You want that? You want this? I was like, brother, <laughs> my entire day has been revolving around this. If I don't have to think about these chickens, I don't want to think about these chickens anymore. <laughs> Dinner's on. You got the sauces. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, did, it was tasty. He did a great job, but... We were over. I had like one slice and I was like, I think I'm good. Yeah, probably never eating chicken again. No, I'll definitely eat some chicken again. I'll probably never eat chicken that pepper kills. As long as we're doing everything right, we shouldn't be responsible for an inappropriate chicken death again. Yeah. Yep. Um, Huge bummer. Yeah. So, oh, uh, Hoho Kotlan was a, a big graveyard. It was all, you know, did we already say that? No, we didn't. Okay, we just talked about how it's spelled. We just talked about how it's spelled. That's what people give a fuck about. Yeah, I mean, you can call it ho-ho for short. The the taxi driver was like, oh, como Santa Claus. And I was like, aha. Mm. Cool. So ho-ho. Ho-ho, Godlan. (laughs) Anyway, big graveyard, you know, all the flowers, all that shit. Huge, like, food trucks and kind of market and food and drinks outside. Like, stage right at the... um, Right at the graveyard with performances. Mm-hmm. People would chill by the grave of their loved ones, throw flowers on it. It was kind of sad seeing uh, like graves that had no decorations. It really was. And it, I mean, it, eventually that's going to be everybody's future, right? Like eventually so much time will have passed that you won't have any living relatives to remember who you were. Yeah, I think that's like the benefit of uh, the tourism aspect of this. Because you'd see a bunch of honks walk in with like the flowers and shit. And they're not going to put it around a grave site that, that a bunch of people are at. Mm-hmm. They were putting it around like kind of the forgotten ones, which I thought was, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that is kind of cool. Yeah. I, at, least, I, at least it's, uh, you know, not that it really matters or whatever, but that the that there's not... There's not so many just completely forgotten grave sites. Not there weren't that many, but you you would run a cor- <clears throat> you would run across them every once in a while. Yeah. And, uh, no, and it then was just nice. see a honk put in one of those. What are they? Carnations. Yeah, the flower. In the carnations. Orange, the orange flowers. I forget what they're called. Um, they're out in the mountains here. But anyway, yeah, it 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 was that part was really nice and, um, yeah, it was just a really interesting experience. It was kind of jarring though. Because this is still kind of a sad thing, right? Like, you are still visiting your loved ones who are no longer on this earth. And as you're doing that, 
playing in the background on a stage like kind of close close enough obviously where you can hear it so it's these very contrasting uh vibes and yeah, you're, but you I have to like choose which the, one you want to It's contrasting in. for morose whites like us. Yeah. You know, like it's a cultural thing to like, eh, they're dead, but like, yo, we're going to keep them company. We're going to play the music. We're, like, we got their favorite bread and their favorite fucking drinks. drinks. Yeah. It's, it's there still is a party. A, it's still a party that revolves around the memory of a person that is straight up a party. Not, That's... It's not. It's not layered with all the fucking sour emo bullshit yeah it's it's like a yearly funeral but if your funeral was just the after party you know where everyone just hangs around the bar and talks about all all the things they loved about that person and how funny they were or cool they were or like a good memory that sticks out it's like if you just replicated that over and over every year at the actual gravesite like that would be that'd be cool and i think i mean i saw a lot of kids there and they just must have like such a mature understanding and appreciation of death um, that I, I just haven't really seen so much in U.S. culture. Yeah. I think children are often shielded. They're, you know, like you talk about like you hear people discuss like, oh, when I had to tell my kid that so-and-so died and it, they make it a whole thing. And um, I don't know if that's necessarily how it goes in Mexico. It seems like they just have a very mature and... Um, uplifting view of of death. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess we're making assumptions here, yeah, but just, I, we are. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw it for one day. We, you know, yeah. I don't know how someone dies in the middle of the year if it's not met with a ton of sadness and all that. So I, I don't True. know. I don't know. Yeah, but that was ho ho. Um, really cool experience. Definitely like a little bit more. The authentic part of day of the, of the day. And then we went to the big party the next day yes. in the Sokolo, like the main government square, where Al wanted to get her face painted. So she bad. almost convinced me to do it. And uh, you I would have done it if it was because everybody gets like the white and then the skeleton or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with Uncle Fester. I would have, I would have done that. I would have done a mime. <laughs> you should have done the mime. The mime was the honestly. I. I I was it would have been so easy. I was enjoying the fantasy of being a mime for an evening. And then the last one was uh, Sting, WCW Hall of Fame wrestler Sting. He looks like Brandon Crow from, uh, or no, Brandon Lee from The Crow. Brandon Crow from The Lee. <laughs> I don't know who either of those people yeah. are. <laughs> so, but I didn't because the lines were long. And as soon as we got there, I mean, honestly. Minus one if you're a dude getting your face painted over there. <laughs> it's seriously not worth it. I was just like, this is so gay. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, I I can appreciate, like, the families who just get totally into it for the kids, too. Yeah. Like, that's okay. You don't want to be, like, the one person in a family who's not, who doesn't have their face painted. No, I would. It's I absolutely would. Yeah. I don't want my kids looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's it's cool regardless. It's I don't know. Yeah, I would. It's want. fun. I got my face painted. I have no shame. I I didn't judge the dudes who did. I did. <laughs> I did because I mean they were going, they were going for the most like ornate, like they were really pumped. That's on true. Okay, I'm I'm gonna change my my answer. There are the guys who just like me I just showed up and I was like hey whatever you want to do just do it like I didn't care 
I think that that's the way you got to go. But there were guys that showed up with like Google image, like five different Google images of what they wanted. And it was like really advanced stuff. <laughs> it was like movie set type makeup. Yeah. And they were like getting super into it. There was a guy in front of us, the first line we were in, who was like taking selfies of himself, getting it done. That's where I judge. Well, and it's you weird. You can't be that into it. Because <laughs> what's the celebration? It's like, it's for, isn't it for your dead relatives? And you're just going to be like, but look at the scary, spooky skeleton I became. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, these a, are all tourists. They don't like, they're. No, no, those were, those were, those were Mexican. You think local, so? A lot of them were, yeah. Man, I just assumed they were all tourists. Because I feel like only tourists would care about that kind of stuff. I'm a tourist. I don't have any dead relatives here. So getting my face painted high on the priority list. Mine was low. <laughs> Mine was low. <laughs> it was still fun, though. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was great. It was. Uh, they had a huge parade. Again, another huge stage. Markets, bullshit everywhere. Fun. Mm-hmm. You guys have been to festivals outside, I'm sure, that are packed. It's like that, but with... Mexican people in face paint. Yeah, it's massive. Lots of mezcal. Yeah, fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks on, like, Oh, those, like, like the spinny wheels. things? Yeah. I think those are so cool. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> I don't know why. I always think when I see one that it's just going to detach and then become a separate firework and cause, like, a lot of chaos, don't I you? I like other cultures' fireworks. Yeah. Chinese do good fireworks. Mexicans do good fireworks. I mean, America tries to be the gold standard of fireworks. They just throw them in the air to explode. Yeah. They're not at they actual risk shit, of like killing you. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes. So? Oh, my gosh. Well, you don't remember Air Force safety videos? That's true. Leading into July 4th? That's true. Just watch week after week people blowing their hands off. I'm thinking of like the street fireworks where people just launch them on a busy street. You almost got hit by one. You told me a story of like you were in Spain. Oh or something. no, it was in Milan. Yeah. It was in Milan on on New Year's Eve, and someone put one of those uh, just tube like mortar round fireworks <laughs> right on uh, the curb, and I'm like on the phone talking to somebody, and I'm like looking at these fireworks just shooting out of the tube, and every time it shoots, the tube wobbles. I'm like, oh, I, that thing's going to fucking fall. And then it shoots, <laughs> and it falls, and it points right at me. And I go, huh. And then it shoots again, and I have to dive behind a car, and it smashes into the building and explodes behind me. <laughs> it was, That's it was terrifying. My, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did you so see drunk, the guy who PTSD did it? I PTSD from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean, is that I feel like in the U.S. you can't do that. So yeah, or you can. You can still blow your hand off if you do it incorrectly of it going into the air. But for the most part, they're all way up in the air. This thing was shooting them in the air. But from the, like in a busy street, though. Do you think that they start in the air? No, I don't think they start in the air. <laughs> okay. But I think like there's a difference between where you point it on a busy street versus in a field in Nebraska. I don't know. I just sure, but in a backyard in Alabama is still a bad idea. You know, like yeah. there's some people. It's not like these are regulated fireworks. Yeah. You know what I like in America? Pepper. How you uh, Come. how there are like states that don't allow fireworks. I'm gonna and grab on the, a dumb okay. dog. I'll just talk to the camera here. <laughs> this is, hey, dear listener, this is what I love about America. You have states that don't allow fireworks, and then around those states, you have 
just like nuclear weapons on Poland, on just on the border, just fireworks stations aiming into this, like the biggest fucking fireworks store in Wyoming is just like right on the border of Colorado where they don't allow it. I think that's pretty funny. It's just like holding holding an entire state captive. Sure, they don't allow fireworks there. But you could just go right across the border, get whatever you need, bring them back, blow your hands off, blow your neighbor's hands off. Blow their hands off? Yeah, it was a film of time. <laughs> Still on fireworks? Yeah, I didn't jump topics. I figured I'd circle around the same thing that we were talking to so you wouldn't be lost when you come back. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Let's move on from fireworks. Okay. To what? What do we do after Day of the Dead? We we traveled. Do we have any car trouble? We've run into a couple of um, things. Not at this point, no. I don't think so. So we went through the mountains to Puerto Escondido. Oh, that's which where was, we met with Franz. Well, we, that's not where we were. Oh, fuck, Puerto yeah, Escondido. Yeah, I forgot we stopped there first. That was like the original, in my mind, I was like, Oaxaca State is where we should land. But if we're thinking beach town, Puerto Escondido is supposedly like still kind of like off the beaten path, like not overrun by tourists. It's not like the Tulum or the Puerto Vallarta of Mexico. Like there's still a lot of space and like fun things to do. And we got there and I mean, it was cool. It was still like very pretty, but um, we were looking for something slightly more remote. So that's what brought us to Bahia San Agustin, which is where we met Franz. Well, it was just tough to, like, incognito camp. You're just on a busy street. Yeah. And it was so hot that it's like, okay, so we can either keep the doors closed and, rote, like, just crockpot ourselves in the van, or we can keep the doors open and Risk. it's a busy street. <laughs> yeah, so muggings. Don't love that. So we got the fuck out of there. We're like, let's go find a campground near the beach where we can, you know, ventilate, enjoy, and not and not lose a ton of sleep. It was just still so freaking hot. We yeah. would keep all the windows open, and it would get to, like, just under 80 degrees at night. Mm-hmm. But the bugs, the mosquitoes. Oh, that's the thing is that the bugs, like, in my mind, I was like, all right, just keep the doors open. Let, like, maybe some of the ocean or mountain breeze come through. But you can't even do that because the bugs are so bad. We got annihilated. I was like, I'm getting Zika for sure. Like, this, that, we, there was so many bites. Like, we looked like we had rashes on our body. And it was just all mosquito bites the first two nights. Yeah. So bad. So then we took, you took the tent. And set it up. Yeah, it's a little little internal uh, mosquito netting, and that was okay. It was still just so freaking hot. <laughs> it was just still so. I broke out in a heat rash. It was so hot. I was just like, yeah, I was I've losing never seen my that on mind. You. It was so hot. So we uh, we got the fuck out of there. We went back into the mountains where it's been so pleasant. Yeah, and that's where. So we're we're now in this place. Cuerve el Agua, who knows what town, just a little mountain town right outside of the city. But three hours prior to us arriving here is when the van broke down. Oh, yeah. Thank God, though. Thank God it broke in a way that I knew exactly what. So rare. I'm not a not a handy guy. You, Yeah, I'm not. I'm figuring it out. But if we were just driving and uh, all of a sudden heard a. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, like a cartoon noise. Yeah, yeah. Like a, <laughs> a noise I've never heard. And we just kind of lost power. And I was like, oh, no. And uh, we kind of pulled over to the first spot. They were of no help. I popped the hood. I could see what was wrong. It's like one of the pipe fittings that, that go into the, uh, the turbo, I think. So just the air was just completely leaking. So you just lost power, had no, no pressure. And uh, was able to kind of wedge it back in. It was hot. The, all the pipes were fucking It was 100 hot. degrees. We were in the desert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was 100 degrees. It was legitimately 100 degrees. And so got it working. Drove another, I don't know, quarter mile. <laughs> Heard it again. There was like a small spot selling mescal and some uh, some like trinkets on the side of the road. Pulled right in as soon as we heard the noise, and we just asked for tools. We we're like, uh, instrumentos, uh, instrumentos, and they're like, okay, like which ones? Uh, and we were like, socket. <laughs> yeah, know, just it's like true. doing charades with the. Anyway, they had a bunch of wrenches. Uh, they had finally found what the one I needed, which was an eight millimeter, and uh, got the got the couple of brackets off. Was able to refit that pipe, so it's it was tight again. What I think happened was we went through the mountains to this other waterfall area. These like crystal blue kind of. Oh, I forgot we did that. Yeah, what was that place called? Um, wow, I don't. No, it was like magic cascade, magic waterfalls or something. Cascadas de Magico. <laughs> okay, that sounds like magic cascades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went there uh, and it was just so rock. It was hard to get up. Not made. The roads are not made for sprinters. I don't even think they're made for cars. They're not. They're <laughs> like made to walk, maybe. Yeah. And uh, there was. Yeah, I think it was so bouncy that it just knocked our shit loose under the hood. Yeah, it was like huge potholes. I was so impressed that you made it up there. It was like very treacherous road <laughs> very steep um a lot of holes yeah I, I mean i just can't i can't put enough emphasis on the holes <laughs> so i yeah. think we got um, there the place was full of chickens so we had to you know keep pepper on a very tight leash mm-hmm. he's got the taste for him yeah but that's it was a bummer great. he has been uh i mean he now he sees chickens and he knows he has the upper hand on them and that's never been the case with any animal ever yeah so it might be a turning point with the boy his mentality he's a man now i don't he like him his, his first i don't kills. like i don't like his evolution <laughs> yeah i like that he was very very uh friendly and docile yeah well as long as it doesn't like uh evolve you know like New- brooklyn doesn't really have chickens there's chickens right up the street are they loose or are no, they behind a fence they're, yeah they're cooped I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would be nervous if, because uh, we foster kittens. I don't yeah. know. I was like, man, I would hate for him to just chomp on one of those. Oh, that'd be tough to explain to the kitten cafe. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though, with uh, fostering kittens. Maybe it's different up north, but in the south where there's such an overpopulation of cats and kittens. Like one time I lost a kitten. I threw a party in San Antonio. I had three kittens. The next day I had two. Uh-oh. No idea where the cat went. I don't know if someone took it. I don't know if it just ran out. Um, 
no accountability whatsoever for this kitten. I was afraid it died. I thought I would checked every couch. I was like, oh my god, it got stuck somewhere. Every corner. Did you check but under the dishwasher? I checked everywhere, <laughs> and um, there was no smell. So I was like, oh, it's a bummer. It it just isn't here anymore. And I like let them know, and they're like, thanks for letting us know. And that was that. And I was like, oh, so I could just, you could just have kittens for free. Like they pretend there's this whole process. If you want to adopt them, you got to pay all this stuff. No, you could just, <laughs> if you wanted to, well, have free kittens. Yeah, I, let's not get that out there. We won't. Okay, don't tell anybody eight listeners of us. <laughs> we let's not. I don't plan on doing that. But it was just kind of an eye-opening. Like wow. I mean, they just there. There's too much to account for, and they're all on the kill list. So I think they. I think that's their really options. what it is. Is it just saves them some incinerator time. You know, yeah. they're just like, oh, well, hey, okay, as long as we don't have to kill them. Right. But, um. Which, pretty dark. <laughs> pretty dark, yeah. Pretty dark. But I bet the Kitten Cafe in Brooklyn will have different thoughts on Yeah, that, they'll have so. a lot more to say about it. I would never try it with them. They're a great organization. They're, like, the only Kitten Cafe in Brooklyn. They do a great job. Um, but all that to say, I just, uh, I hope he's cool with the Itty Bitty Kitty Committee in the future. There's a cat cafe around the corner from us in Brooklyn. Really? It's called the Cat Cafe. There's no cats. We get coffee there every oh, morning. Oh, yeah. I asked them about that. Yeah, why? Um, I said, hey, are you, do you guys have cats here? And they're like, no. And I was like, what's with the name? And they're like, oh, it's... We just like the name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. They're like, our coffee brand is called Kitty or something. So we're the Kitty Cafe. And I was like, huh, you don't think that's confusing to everybody all the time? You don't ever get people coming in here looking for cats? And they're like, oh, you know, it happens all the time. Well, it gets, gets people in the door, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that now you have to buy coffee. <laughs> the free drugs cafe. I'm gonna, oh, no, we don't have free drugs. Why? Why do you think that? <laughs> Why would you think that, you idiot? <laughs> Does anybody else think that? All the time. <laughs> huh. Well, I guess I'm an asshole. Yeah. I guess I'll have some coffee instead. Yeah, I guess I'll settle for <laughs> coffee. <yep. laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, so that's, anyway. the, that's the quick and dirty. Anything good happen, though? Anything fun? Anything interesting? I mean, in we've there? mostly been suffering. A lot of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one will respect once they see the photos of the beach we were at. But it was tough, you know? It was a lot of bugs, a lot of heat. A lot of snorkeling. Oh, we did some free diving. Free diving, did some snorkeling, did some fishing. Yeah. yeah, we had a, yeah pretty you got eventful. an ear infection. Oh my god, I got swimmer's ear. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's the the bitchiest thing you can get. It says <laughs> it got the worst name. Yeah. Swimmer's ear. <laughs> <laughs> tells you everything you need to know though, i know which i appreciate and, yeah i guess it does the water gets locked in there gets infected so we had to find some uh that's a hey, shout out pharmacies in wherever the fuck we are mexico yep <laughs> shout out pharmacies in mexico because you can just go figure out what the medicine is and then just go give me that and give then me they'll that. give it to you for yeah. like super cheap you got your medicine for like five bucks five bucks five bucks prescription medicine for yeah. my oyos. 
Right? Yeah, I'm gonna. I actually don't know what year is in Spanish. It's not ojos. No, it's like ois, ojis, ojes, ojos. Yeah, oyer is to hear, so it's got something like that. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited. We're we're actually gonna do an OBGYN appointment uh, in Oaxaca, and I'm just gonna pay out of pocket because it's you know why not? It's so cheap. Yeah. It's so sad. Like in the U.S., like I got. I hope what is an accidental bill for like one of the first visits we ever had. Oh yeah. And it was like three grand. And I was like, what? They didn't do anything. They tested my pee. They asked us if we were good. And then they kicked us out the door. Yeah. And that's gave three you a bunch grand. of shots, made you faint. <laughs> they did not make me faint. They did not make me faint. I don't like my, I don't like needles. And when I get too much blood drawn at once, I feel lightheaded. I've never fainted. I was yeah. hitting them with jokes. They weren't laughing. I brought Allie a bagel, and I was like, it's a schmear for your smear. <laughs> the guy and I was, like, looking at me. And I pulled my bagel sandwich out, and I was like, you know what I co- you know what you call a bagel with a really tight hole? He's like, what? And I was like, a kegel. He goes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, come on, man. You come up with some. Yeah. Why Maybe. do I got to bring the bedside manner? I didn't like this. Uh... That I'm classified as custodian. <laughs> no, you're is I don't think it's custodian. It's oh chaperone. Um, chaperone, <laughs> which is wild because I definitely put him on all of the husband paperwork, all of his name, everything. You have to fill it all out. First no. appointment. Chaperone. They, I'm keeping us on schedule, that. making sure that nobody gets lost. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a big day in the city. Bring me the my condo. kegel bagels. Yeah, bring your kegel bagel jokes. <laughs> Schmear for your smear. Maybe that's why they did that. Maybe they did that after you told the jokes. They're like, this can't be. He's downgraded. <laughs> this can't be the husband. He's downgraded. Yeah. Make sure everybody behaves on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> A chaperone. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Anyway, we're going to leave those guys. They suck. We had our last appointment with them before we left for Mexico. Yeah. And now we got a new a new batch of doctors when we get back. So super pumped about that. But they were weird. Remember, they like, <laughs> this is a huge no-no in the medical world. We had to get like tested, like the genetic tests where they try to figure out like, all right, I'm a carrier of this. He's a carrier of that. If we both carry something, the baby's got it. No bueno. Mm-hmm. But to do that, you have to do blood tests for both the woman and the man. Yeah. And I already had all my blood taken. And they were like, we need to do your husband. And then they tried to sit me in the chair again and take my blood a second time. Yeah, I was like, I, I already did this. The woman came in and I was like, where do you want me? And she kind of like laughed. And I was like, should I sit over there? <laughs> and she started like prepping Allie. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you're giving me the shot. She was just like, bah, bah, you joke. You joke too much. She was like, had this like Jewish Russian accent. And uh, I was like, I. I'm not joking right now. <laughs> it's important that you give me or take my blood. That's what they told me anyway. Yeah. Like Unless what? you guys joke too much. <laughs> I think you're taking my blood today. And then she had to go verify with the doctor and came back and was like, oh, yeah, you're, we're taking your blood. I was like, hello. <laughs> but that's like so bad. Like, that's bad. Yeah, it's like not, one of the worst things you can do as a doctor. Is no, at, definitely not one of the worst things you can do. I guess, yeah, you can kill you someone. Could, yeah, uh, absolutely execute something incorrectly. They almost did something small. That's true. Made you I'm faint just, again. I'm just being dramatic because yes. I don't like needles. 
but anyway i filled those blood vials up i bet i set a new record like in terms of the speed in which you fill them up or i always the amount? try yeah I you always, always go, try yeah I always how go, do you try i start flexing look how fucking fast i'm going <laughs> <laughs> isn't that um you don't want that that's high blood pressure oh, that's what i mean i'm flowing more blood <laughs> uh, yeah it's m- higher pressure of blood flowing into the into the i know but i don't think you want to be f- flowing more blood <laughs> fuck you yes i do <laughs> i think i think it's more it's better if you have low blood pressure that's what i always try to aim for is like how dead can i look on the on the thing where they take well your blood yeah pressure. that's a, that's a different game that's a different game if you're getting your blood pressure taken yeah i try and I try and Hannibal Lecter it and just bring my pulse all the way down to zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if I'm filling up vials, I'm flexing everything from my toes to my my forehead. That's wild. Yeah. I'm trying to break the glass (laughs) vial. Was my blood? I didn't look at it. Was my blood fast? No. Yours was too slow. (laughs) Drip. Drip. Yeah. Maybe that's why I almost fainted. Maybe that's why I always I don't know. I got I got low iron. I was I was never allowed to give blood in high school, which was always a bummer cuz you got the sticker that I gave blood and the cookie and it was like a badge of honor as like a 15-year-old. And right. they would look at you and be like, "Why didn't you give blood? Do you have AIDS or something?" When I was in high school, my buddy and I, my buddy Pete and I, I was in on student council, so I kind of had the the whole day off during the blood drive. To, to work the blood drive okay and i gave blood kind of midday and my buddy pete brought a six pack of beer and he gave blood at the same time and then because we were a liter light okay of blood we went out to his car to see if we could get drunk faster on three beers we just split a six pack and got kind of hammered in his <laughs> <laughs> in what was he driving a civic honda civic wow and then uh yeah, I went back in. I put on the blood. There was like a blood mascot costume. And I went around, <laughs> went around the hallways tackling like freshmen. <laughs> what? Oh, so nothing bad happened? You did get drunk very quickly? Yeah, got drunk, had a, had a pretty big blast, and then terrorized the school as a bloodborne pathogen <laughs> in the hallway, a bloodborne mascot. Payment. Payment. Yeah, it was a real payment that day. <laughs> That's fun. That's like uh, not quite the same, but like the vodka tampons in college. Did you ever? No. You obviously never did. I mean, some guys did do it. They put it. Yeah. Put it in the other hole. I've I've heard of that. Yeah, I've I never. It was, I've never done it. I would thank you. I'm, oh my god, <laughs> I was about to be horrified. No, I've never. I mean, you just buy Smirnoff like a normal human and chug it as fast as you can. You don't have to go the blood route i don't i think this is an urban legend the 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 vodka tampons i've had friends that say they've done it i've been at parties where they i've seen them soak it and then go into the bathroom whether or not they actually put it in i don't know but it is supposed to get you drunk super super fast i mean it can't be easy to put in a sopping wet tampon no i mean you just have to shove it you just have to you know do most of the legwork yourself do all the yeah well yeah i don't see that actually happening i don't know guys google it <laughs> yeah somebody hey yeah, someone else google something crazy because my algorithm is no bueno right now 
Why? Because I've Googled like bug bites and mostly just bug bites. Okay. Well, that's not going to, that's all right for your algorithm. I don't like that. It's, what's gonna, it going to send you ads for bugs? It's going to send, it's going to send me photos of, did you get bit by a scorpion? And then a photo of someone's face swollen from a scorpion. Oh my and God. I saw a tarantula. Oh yeah. I'm so jealous. Why? I want to see one so bad. You could see it. I wish I hadn't. Big hairy fucker. Yeah, I had came crawling out of a, a tarp that I was folding. And I just put the fucking tarp down and walked away. Did it come at you? No, no. It walked away, walked towards uh Yodi. Okay. The um the other dog. The other dog that was there. He was unbothered, he just kinda watched it walk by. Then it walked across the shaded area towards the refrigerator. And then I lost track of it. And that was that. Wow. Uh, it was kind of scary. There are scorpions where we were. Scorps. We didn't and see was, one of those, though. I was so scared. I mean, because it's, it's just, it's dark. They love dark places. They love dark, wet places. And that's, like, everything. That's, like, swimsuits, towels, shoes that are on the ground. Yeah, at a, at a hot, dry beach, the dark, wet things are going to be the stuff you have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, I would like touch everything with a long stick before I picked it up. I was scared. I was like, we, someone got, the guy got stung by a scorpion and I was like, what is that like? And he's like, well, first your lips go numb. And, but that's normal. Don't be alarmed when that happens. It's like, don't be alarmed. It sounds like it feels like your tongue and lips are vibrating a thousand times a second is what he said. Yeah. Which, what does that even mean? And then he was like, and then, you know, when I was walking, I couldn't, I had to like lock my knee every step I took before I took the next step. And I was like, okay. And then you go to the hospital and he was like, well, only if it lasts for more than a day. I was like, well, (laughs) you got to suffer through that for a day. Yeah. And you want to wait that long? If you wait a day and you go to the doctor, the doctor's going to be like, why didn't you come in a day ago? Well, he said, if you go to the doctor, the doctor's just going to say... Well, we'll just monitor you, but there's nothing we can do. Ugh. I hate that response. That was what they told me in Hawaii. I stepped on a sea urchin while I was surfing, and it was like... Do you hear dogs? I hear dogs, but we good. If I see dogs, I'll get pep, but... But yeah, I stepped on a sea urchin. It's like exactly what you... You like lift your foot up out of the water onto the board, and it's just these black spears coming out of your foot... But they're so um, fragile. So I just went like this. I just kind of like cleared them. And then they were all in my foot. And I, it was like I, I used to surf at sunset. So the sun was setting. I hobbled back with my surfboard to the hotel. I made myself a salt bath. And I was Googling like crazy. I was like, is this, should I be concerned? I have like 20 like stingers in me. And they're like, go to the hospital immediately. And I was like, well, I can't do that. So I went the next day and the doctors all like gaslit me. They were like, oh, well, we all got, it happens to all of us. We all stepped on sea urchins. Look, here's a photo of me as a kid, sea urchins in my hand. I was like, thank you for your story. But like, how is, how does that help me? (laughs) Now, what (laughs) would you have done if you were a doctor then? Yeah. Well, like, so you're saying I can't do anything? They're like, no, it's it's already, they'll be in you for like four months and then your body will slowly break them down. Nice. It's like, that's, that sucks. 
because it still hurts to walk on. I can't do anything. I was in uniform. Ugh. Anyway, I just hate that response. Though, well, there's nothing we can do for you. At least give me like a painkiller. Yeah, lie <laughs> to me, something. dude. Yeah, <laughs> fucking give me a placebo. Yeah, please. This doctor's visit's costing me twenty grand. I know. <laughs> to pay three grand a visit for you to tell me to fuck off. I hate that. Yeah. American healthcare. It's a bummer. It is. But what are you going to do? What's happening in the news? Anything good? You know way better than I do. I've been trying I to don't. disconnect. I honestly don't. I have, I'm completely disconnected. My phone won't. Just telling me I don't have a SIM card now, so. I think uh, we're still on track for war in Israel. I think yep. that's the okay, latest. Okay, good. World War Three still bumping. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Trump is probably still somewhere in in the mix politically. Oh, I did see RFK is like surging in the polls. Whoa, really? Yeah. Hey, independence hey. everywhere. Yeah, I mean, who knows if he'll be good, but he'll be different. Did something happen that led to that? Well, probably Biden committing every last dollar that we have to Israel uh, and Trump going further and further down the indictment hole. <laughs> it's like we could not have two worse candidates. Yeah. It's tough to call it a democracy when the two choices you have, you'd rather fucking... And it's been that Here's way every Nobody's election. Nobody's going to like this. Nobody's going to get on board with this. But we should bring back assassinations. Oh, boy. You know, I was wondering if you were going to bring it up on the pod. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let's go deep on this. Let's hear more about why. <laughs> I don't I don't condone violence. But if there is going to be violence, I... I Call me crazy. I think it should be for the people who are calling for violence. Right, instead of 20 random people at a bowling alley. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a th- I mean, that's a mass shooting. But that kind of speaks to it. If there's all this crazy in the world, all this anger, it's like crazy to me that their anger haven't hasn't led them to anybody in power. That like they just turn their anger to the civilian populace. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. If anger was real, and the reason they're doing this is because they're having these psychotic breaks based off of their like inability to integrate, it's like how is how is the CEO of United Airlines still alive? If that's the case with people and they're that fragile, mm-hmm. then like all of these, like the most, co- I don't understand how these people in power who keep fucking over everybody aren't the targets of their ire. Right, well, it's because they know that they can get away with it. They are they have, like, the most secure safety bubble where they know that nothing is ever going to happen to them no matter what they do. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Remember uh, Shinzo Abe? No. He was the prime minister of Japan. Oh, he, yes, vaguely. And uh, he got got, like, two years ago by some dude with a blunderbuss. He made like a like a homemade electrical tape, battery operated. Oh my god! Pipe blunderbuss, and just murked him. And he did in it in public, right? That yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy got killed. I think actually, I'm not 100 percent on that, but I, he got captured and or he's not at large. He's either mm-hmm. dead or or they got him. Uh, and the reason he did it was because Shinzo Abe was like extremely. Uh, 
his policies benefited this religious organization called the Moonies. Now, the Moonies had, like, defrauded a bunch of people. I mean, think about it like tax exemption for malignant religious parties that have abused people across the U.S. And pick a religion, and they fit the mold, whether that's Scientology, Catholicism, Muslims, you know, like anybody with the... Anyway, so somebody whose family had been completely fucked over by the Moonies, the Moonies, by the way, have a have a presence in the United States. They own Bridgeport Univers or University of Bridgeport. That's so random. It is. Um, he, this dude, murked Shinzo Abe, who was not the leader of the Moonies, but was one of the main reasons why the Moonies were able to flourish. Okay. And now they have stopped that. They have like they the Moonies are not doing the same dumb bullshit that they were. Wow, so it actually changed their behavior. That's so. This is this is the this is the most unpopular opinion, but it, I think it is a true opinion when you look at it. When you look at like, they killed JFK, they killed RFK, they killed MLK, they killed Fred Hampton, they killed Malcolm X, they killed John Lennon, and that killed any socialist movement in the United States. That killed any opposition to the war on drugs in the United States. That killed any opposition to protests against wars in general in the military industrial complex. Killed it. Absolutely killed. So like, I mean, I would say that that is a negative example of assassinations working. Sure. But it's odd but there's because, a direct cause and effect linked to it, right. it sounds like. Which Remember the guys who assassinated Franz Ferdinand? They wanted to start World War One. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, I don't want to talk crazy here, but I can't be the only person in the world who sees that like that would be a better use of the extreme violence that you see with guns in America. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm I don't I don't even own guns. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a violence guy. But if, if because it seems like there's no option for fewer guns or like sanity checks on guns or people with guns, so like or the anger that those people with guns are feeling apparently, right? I just don't understand why they're 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 pointing their gun at people who don't matter. Right. I mean, this is not a similar example, I would say, but there is some sort of benefit i think to like self-policing or vigilante just i'm thinking of a conversation we had at that campground the one where pepper killed all the chickens where they were talking about people who have been killed people that they don't know who have been killed because they did like really bad things yeah they raped a girl or whatever yeah or they stole something significant from their neighbor which is a big no-no right and they don't have police so instead they just put a guy on his knees made him like clasp his hands in prayer and then shot him through the hands yeah it's like okay so there's like this uh interesting like self-policing here i mean if you're not doing like really bad stuff you do feel safe and you do, you know, so I don't know, like it, people in the U.S. are allowed to get away with really bad stuff. And it's because there's no system in place to hold them accountable for that. Yikes. I don't know about that. 
I'm just thinking. I, I mean, I'm thinking of like every CEO that's like done a bad thing. Oh, or, that bullshit. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, the laws are made for for that. Not that to be good business. Not hand over fist thievery. Right. Which is what it is. Yes. Um. So I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm just saying, not using a similar example, but just trying to say it. I do understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. If, if, I mean, if 70% of the country is against the wars that we're obviously on our way into, and most of the country would say, give us any other candidates besides the bullshit you're giving us, I don't know how you can call it a democracy. I don't know how you can call it anything other than just like a, a revolving dictatorship that like the figurehead of which doesn't matter. And whoever is running it is the same people who murked JFK. Yeah. You can't, you got to be a pretty stupid person to think that JFK was killed by a, just a lone gunman at this point. And for that, the government to have had no role in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think any of our presidents believe that. Yeah. So they're all, they're all running to be just the spokesperson for whatever power they understand is above them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's it's tough because on the complete other side of that, <laughs> violence in general is shitty. And you don't but, absolutely. It. But, yeah, violence in general is shitty. But I'll take one dead fucking billionaire over what is going to be a million dead Gazans, you know, like um, uh, it's going to be millions of people dead around the globe. It is. Because these fucking assholes can't figure their shit out because whatever, whatever is driving their engine Mm -hmm. and it might be greed. If pure, like it just plain might be that we might have just been building a world that serves only that for the last 70 years almost which is insane i think if you look at the business interests of the nazis and how capitalism has grown you would look and and you would assume that the nazis have won yeah wow i don't know i mean it, it it does make me it bums me out it there are like it's moments like that where i am bummed to be an american i'm i know i'm just bummed to be on like I'm bummed that this is just the way it is. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's it's the norm. Like, how do you change a, a culture like this? Can well, the culture is so toxic, they don't even realize that it's toxic. Right, exactly. It's, it's It almost just, feels like it's too far gone. Yeah. And so how do you change that? They like their microwave ovens and their air conditioner, and they don't care how the fuck it's subsidized. Yeah. It's, they, as long as they stay blind to it, they can stay in their own mind morally above it yeah and when they're not they're morally below right yeah anyway, anyway not to like end on a a bummer note but i mean it is on our mind and when we think of like news of the day it's hard not to just have your mind go there like how do we fix this like how do we need to like bring back extreme like you know here's the thing the powers that be think the way to fix this is way way more war yeah which is gonna like and we got no say in that we literally have no other options but to send our poor and first the poorest and dumbest yeah to the slaughter 
and finally when we've run out of them and it comes for people in Iowa with we'll say promising futures mm-hmm. then people will go this is a travesty I know yeah but it sucks that we have to go through the whole phase of like that first round of people dying to get there like a person's a person we should just <laughs> we should just condemn it wholesale yes that's what I'm trying to do but yeah. well, I mean, this isn't a political podcast <laughs> it's not yeah. and for the record I am not calling on anybody to do anything <laughs> yeah, I'm just I saying if, is... if the logic that I'm following of people who do things do things I don't get why they do things because it doesn't make sense for the reasons that they say they're doing it right yeah, well, anyway, that's work our way. Oh, was that the whole pod today? We. I feel like we've definitely burned through, I think we're over an hour. We're at 1922, whatever that means. Uh, I think we usually stop at like 16 or 17. Hey, bonus time. Hey. <laughs> um. Anyway, we miss everybody. Yeah. Um, we're halfway through our trip. Maybe more. We're a little more than oh, halfway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Veterans Day was yesterday. Oh, happy Veterans Day. Thank have, you for your service. Thank you for your service. I thought you'd never thank me. Thank yeah. you for thanking me. Um, but yeah. No, we're, so we're just going to keep hitting the road. Stay where it's cool. That's like the great thing about Oaxaca is that, I mean, this is just, you can't get better than these temperatures. We were able to sleep last night. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So we're going to stay here. I think we're we're done with the beach so we're going to hit the mountains, do Yeah, done with the beach for now. I might swing through Tampico again on my way out of town. Oh, yeah. Just because, I mean, it's a UFO hotspot. I mean, see what you can see. I mean, we were distracted because the van broke down. It was we, cloudy and rainy. It was. It was storming. But they're out even. there. Yeah. That alien base. Yeah, as a quick update, I'm uh, Pat's going to be making the drive back alone. So anybody between Oaxaca, Mexico, and New York City... Who wants to hang? Yo, Beads. <laughs> Yo, Beads. See you in we Houston. We know you're listening. Um, hit him up. Give him a place to stay. He'll be tired. Okay. You don't need to give me a place to stay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just hang out, grab a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.